The Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. Hi, this is Mia Mohsen Zia, also known as Mia No Time for Love. Check out my latest book, Missing, available in print and ebook formats on Amazon. It's now time for the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Sonic Web Studios and sponsored by international award-winning author Mia Mohsen Zia of Missing. The Mike Wagner Show can be heard on over 40 podcast platforms, as well as HamiltonRadio.net, Diamonds FM, and TheMikeWagnerShow.com. We can be heard in over 100 countries, featuring over 1,000 well-known and amazing guests throughout the globe, and named one of the top 100 global podcasts in the New York Weekly Times, Hollywood Entertainment News, Los Angeles Weekly Times, Apple, and Chartable. So sit back and relax and enjoy another great episode of the award-winning Mike Wagner Show. Hey everybody, it's Mike from the Mike Wagner Show, powered by Soundweb Studios. Visit online at soundwebstudios.com for all your needs. And brought to you by official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson's The Missing, available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. We're an amazingly multi-talented singer-songwriter of 20-plus years from Malta out in the Mediterranean. This is our first um, heading out to the Mediterranean and a very beautiful country, from what I'm told here. This gentleman grew up in a musical family. His grandfather was a prominent folk singer in the 50s and 60s. And his his music is featured on all the music platforms like Spotify, Pandora, YouTube, and his list keeps growing and growing with his um amazing down to earth music. He also had a previous release, Glimpse of Heaven. We'll be talking about his new album, Man on Earth. We'll be playing Castles on Air at the end of the audio interview. Talk about some of the other songs and more, which are quite heartfelt. Live, ladies and gentlemen, from Plus Studios, beautiful in somewhere Malta as well too. Very beautiful country. The multi-talented singer songwriter of twenty plus years, ladies and gentlemen. Antova. Antova, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for uh, such an amazing introduction, and thank you for having me. Well, it's great to have you on board, Antova. And um, you're a singer-songwriter, 20-plus years from Malta. You grew up in a musical family. Your grandfather was a prominent folk singer in the 50s and 60s. You, your, your music has been featured on Spotify, YouTube, Pandora, and all the... Um, the music platforms that's out there streaming. And you also had a previous release, Glimpse of Heaven. You also did um, a follow-up called Man on Earth featuring Castles on Air, Petals of Roses, In Your Hands and More. And before getting to all that, Antova, tell us how you first got started. Yes, absolutely. So as you all said, I'm based in Malta. I live there. It's uh, the place where I've been living for quite a long time, for many years. But I'm originally from Italy. And my grandpa was quite a famous folk singer in the 50s, 60s, uh, back in Sicily. That's the place where oh, I originally wow. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, so my family comes from there and most of my family is still based there. That's me living on a separate island, which is quite nearby. But it's also very nice because it's, uh, uh, it's more English, of course, more English-oriented, Malta, where this language is one of the, the official languages of the island while in Italy, it's Italian primarily. Yeah, and uh, singing and songwriting. I grew up with this uh, uh, desire of singing has always been inside of me. So I play the piano, I play the guitar, I write the lyrics, but the main thing the, um, was just a singing thing, was my passion for singing, which uh, came out 
uh, in a very natural way since I was a child. And uh, that grew up with me. And then I um, wanted to, in a way, uh, draw landscapes with my own voice. I've always had this idea of being a painter with my voice and to um, use different nuances or to play with the echoes of different places. And um, yes, so that was my primary interest. And, uh, and then I developed my interest for music, joining choirs when I was very young, developing my voice, and then learning to play the piano. And uh, when I was a teenager, I started listening to Nina Simone, and uh, that music really uh, influenced me and uh, really resonated with me. I really uh, I had a huge admiration for her because she was first and foremost a classical trained pianist and then a singer and that really was a way to um yeah was uh, very important of utmost importance in my formative years and and then i thanks to listening to her i wanted to learn the piano and to understand better course progression so that i could um support my singing and write eventually my songs Hmm. That's rather interesting. And what was that one precise moment that simply influenced you into what you're doing for the rest of your career? Well, actually, there was a moment when I was 16 and I moved to Dublin for quite some time. So as you can see, traveling, moving has always been part of my life. And uh, I went to Dublin in the 2000s and Dublin was a great place to familiarize with uh, pop rock uh, music with singer-songwriters with uh, the local scene of that time and uh, or the traditional music which I loved uh, both instrumental and vocal um, traditional Irish songs that was also very important in fact the combination the real influences of my uh, of my songwriting of my upbringing as an artist were um, on the one hand the Afro-American music, so gospel, spiritual, as I told you, Nina Simone and many others to mention, and also the Irish uh, uh, old songs, traditional songs. And uh, for example, the first one that comes to mind is, uh, um, my young love said to me, my mother, Mind. And my father was like you for your lack of kind. And that was like very that. nice. I love it. Maybe you think of Danny Boy, you know, kind of along those lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Danny Boy. Yeah, all the Arisol songs. So those were really in, uh, you know, I became very fond of those old songs. And then, uh, anyway, rock songs and writing, I joined bands, joined choirs, as I told you, while growing up. And... Um, so while I was doing all of this, in my, in, then I came back from Dublin and so on. I finished my uh, my high school, and but during the last year of high school, I was really into writing uh, songs. And one of my classmates, who was a drummer, told me, "Do you know Joni Mitchell?" And I said, "No, I don't know anything about her." So if you're a songwriter, you should listen to her. 
And he gave me a copy of uh, Ladies of the Canyon. Yeah. And uh, I love that album. And then I bought Blue and then Court and Spark. And then I really uh, tried to, of course, this, she's untouchable. She's amazing. She's uh, one of the biggest artists of all time. But I started um, thinking that lyrics um, need to be meaningful and they need to convey some messages. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, and then so I started paying attention more to the lyrics, to how to convey messages. Because I, I was in, in those years, especially as a teenager, I was still very focused on the um, on the aesthetics of music, uh, how it sounds, what I like, or the emotional, or how the emotions that music can convey, or other things around. Uh, skipping one of the main things, which which are the lyrics, in my opinion. Hmm. And, uh, no, yeah, go, so, go ahead. You're saying. I'm sorry. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. No, no. I was just gonna say you've been in. Uh, you grew up in Italy. You went to Dublin. You're in Malta. Were there any other countries that um you traveled in and experienced some music? And uh, what countries have you been in? And uh, what music did you get involved with? Yeah. Okay. Um, so basically, uh, I started my um, my journey in the musical world by, as a singer in the first place, by joining classical choirs and then gospel choirs and uh, gospel music, spiritual songs and Afro-American singing. That influenced me a lot. And in my first album, Glimpses of Heaven, it's a sort of pop rock album with deep uh, spiritual and gospel influences. Uh, that's the main thing. Uh, that's uh, this is how all of this started. Um, I was joined, I was part of the choir. I was singing in church, and uh, all of these songs. It, they started as uh, some kind of worship and praise songs. They, they some of them are really uh, sorts of prayers, but others are more into songwriting. So if you listen to um, Glimpses of Heaven, there's a song like In Your Hands, which was the, the, a song which is a prayer basically. And it's a song that uh, people started, uh, with which people started noticing me. And uh, I started having gigs, or people used to ask me to sing it. He had several, um, yeah, uh, he used to be broadcasting radios as well. And the people started noticing me with that song. But there are also other songs like Fly High, which is very pop rock, or Sun on My Face. Uh, which are not really uh, gospel-oriented. So it's a mix. My first album was a mix of what of all of my different musical experiences. On the one hand, there was some gospel, some uh, contemporary uh, Christian rock music. And on the other hand, some more intimate songs, such as Come As I Am, which is quite an intimate one. Okay. All right. And uh, we cover glimpses of heaven. Ray, we'll be talking about your new album, Man on Earth, featuring Castles um, on Airy in just a minute. First, listen to the Mike Wagner Show at themikewagnershow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. Visit online at sonicwebstudios.com for all your needs. Look at a professional website without breaking your budget. Sonic Web Studios is the answer. Sonic Web Studios offers fast, affordable custom web designs that blow the competition away. Call today, 1-800-303-3960. It's 1-800-303-3960 or email to support at sonicwebstudios.com. 
Mention Mike Wagner Show. Get 20% off your first project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Also, time to give an official shout-out to our official sponsor of the Mike Wagner Show, international warring author Mia Molson-Zia. If you love fast-paced mysteries, you'll love Missing by Mia Molson-Zia. Available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing is fast-paced and intriguing with an unforgettable twist. Takes place in four countries. Two strangers, one target. Where truth is illusion and those you love will be their first go missing. It's available on Amazon and paperback and ebook. Missing by Mia Molson-Zia's got great reviews. And Eve Levin and George by Howard Celebrities, including Joanna Cassie, Forge Riley, and Minnells. So grab your copy today for Goals Missing by Mia Molson-Zia. Available on Amazon. Also, check out the Mike Widener Show at themikewidenershow.com on over 40 podcast platforms. Heard in over 100 countries, including Facebook, SoundCloud, Spreaker, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Also, Anchor FM, iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Audible, and also on BitChute and Rumble. Heard on HamiltonRadio.net every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Central Eastern, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central. Take the Mike Widener Show with you on any mobile device. Subscribe to the Mike Widener Show on the YouTube channel. Follow the Mike Widener Show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok today. And for great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. T-shirts, pop sockets, throw pillows, tote bags, hoodies. Makes great gifts 24-7. Go to Amazon.com. Check out the Mike Widener Show podcast. And for more great gift ideas, go to Amazon.com slash me and Muslim Zia for great books like Missing, Once, and Wrinkles. Also, T-shirts, pop sockets, hoodies, phone cases, and more. Amazon.com slash me and Muslim Zia. Check it out today. I'll support the Mike Widener Show on Anchor FM. PayPal and the Mike Show.com. Make sure you do so today. We're here with a multi-talented singer-songwriter of 20 plus years from Malta and Toba here on the Mike Widener Show. We talked about his um release uh, Glimpse of Heaven, also talked about growing up in a musical family, where his grandfather was a prominent um folk singer from the 50s and 60s. And um, we get your newest release, Man on Earth, featuring Castles on Air. And uh tell us more about Man on Earth and what inspired you to create it. Okay, uh, Man on Earth. Um these are all songs that were written on the piano. I wrote them on the piano and in different times, in different moments. And uh, the idea of this album uh, was about, you know, when we always think, uh, I was thinking, I had this image in my mind about the man landing on Mars, the um, man landing on, on the moon, but nobody talks about a man landing on Earth. You know, we grew up, but you, uh, you realize that some of the most difficult things, especially while growing up, are sometimes relationships. Whether in, in any context, whether it's your workplace, whether it's a choir you joined, whether it's your family. So it's like, and you, inside of you, you, have, you go through so different emotions, so different things. Sometimes people do not even realize what you're going through or we don't realize what the others uh, go through. And uh, sometimes um, it's not very easy, it's not so immediate to say what you think or to share, you know, some, that's what the album is about. Let's analyze uh, the man landing on the earth as, mm -hmm. it, as if it was an uncharted territory. And uh, so that was the idea. In fact, the first song, Castles on Air, talks about the difficulty of communication in a, in a, in a relationship and uh, on many levels. And the Petals of Roses, which talks about basically forgiveness. Sometimes uh, you think people have the impression, in my opinion, that forgiveness is for losers. It's like you did something bad to me. Why should I forgive you? I don't, I don't think this is the right um, perspective in relation to this topic. I think that forgiveness is like a healing process and, this, and you 
you give yourself the chance to get rid of that situation and to move on and to appreciate what life has to offer you. And there are other songs like Men on Earth. Men on Earth is a, um, it's a kind of dialogue that I have written uh, between me, in this case, and, uh, and God. So this, there is this continual relationship and um, this continuum, um, it's a kind of dialogue between me and God and uh, the fact that in every human being in a way uh, on this earth always tries to understand what's uh, after this world. Uh, that there's something supernatural for sure. And whether you believe in, we all have this uh, urge, urge or a need to, uh, to look for something bigger than us. Um, and at the same time, I do believe that God wants to get in touch with us, uh, whether we like it or not, whether we are listening or not. And so that's what that specific song on the album um, talks about. And I felt that it was the most meaningful uh, title track to choose as the title of, of the entire album. Mm-hmm. And while I was writing that song, I was inspired by uh, the, we- the Weary Blues, written by Langston Hughes. Um, and, and there was um, a poem that the, the Negro speaks of, of river, and he always used uh, the pronoun, the subject pronoun, I, I, I. And, but when he, t- he talks about I, in a way he's representing all the African people who had mm. been, uh, been abused and uh, gone through uh, the worst thing ever because of slavery. So even though he's using I, 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 the subject pronoun I, in a way he's embodying all the people who went through the same sufferings as he did. So I was, I'm not talking about suffering in, in this song, but I, I had this idea of, mm, of I, of the subject pronoun I, as a collective noun, because I think that on a, on a level, on a different level, everybody needs to experience, you know, uh, this idea of the divine in their lives, asking themselves why I'm here, or what am I doing? That was the idea behind Men on Earth. Hmm. That's interesting as well, too. I was asking about the inspiration, but, you know, being um, in in a gospel choir, been in church for quite a long time, and also the pain and suffering experience as well, too. And uh, you also have Petal Roses and also Moon Tears. I think we haven't covered those two yet, and tell us more about those. And if there's other music we haven't covered as well, too, and has been uh, not released or yet, or we haven't found out, feel free to talk about it as well. Okay, Moon Tears, it's a, a very poetic song. It has nothing to do with, uh, uh, with, go- with, with gospel music. It's more uh, my ideas of, uh, um, of being free thanks to music. Music is very powerful, and I think that anybody can tell you that. And it's very powerful. If you write it, it's very If you compose music, it's very... Um, it's very power. It's a very powerful tool, but also if you're a listener, because you can feel different emotions on the basis of, of the genre you're listening to. But Moon Tears 
actually has a chorus which goes uh, and it's music all around me and it's music all around me. So it talks about this uh, freeing experience that music represents for me. I wrote those lyrics when I was in high school, parts of those lyrics, not everything. And I wrote them while I was in class. I think that my professor was speaking, uh, teaching, I don't know what. I wasn't even listening. I wasn't interested uh, in that subject at all. So I was right. <laughs> now, now, now we're we in the back or something trying to uh, write something down, not be seen or something. <laughs> Sorry? We we no, 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 trying no, to go no. in the back of the class. <laughs> no, no. Yes, but I, yes, I was one of the students sitting at the back of the class, uh, writing songs or maybe doing my own stuff. So, yeah, sometimes I was one of those kind of students. Yes, <laughs> and when I sing live, uh, I often sing a, a song which is called "Man Man World." Do you know "Man World"? "Man World." Mad World, yes. Yeah, I was, I was talking to world. people about that. Yeah, mad, 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 mad world. Movies, mm. TV, film, music, just about everything. Yeah, even the state yeah, of the world today. Yeah, but that song resonated with me so much because it talks about the unrestlessness of a 17-year-old guy, you know, who goes to school and it's like he's the odd one out. It's like he doesn't fit in any possible thing. Maybe, uh, okay, that, that it's quite extreme, the topic of the song, but it, it really resonated with me in those times because I was more interested into what I really liked that in what the school had to uh, to give me or to offer me in those years. Mm -hmm. But I think that while growing up, there are different ways of learning. Not only what school tells you to do, but also the, by cultivating the interests that you have, the books that you want to read, the, the music that you want to listen to. And I think it's very important to, uh, to find a balance between the two, to get as much as you can from school, but uh, at the same time to follow your interests, your passions, because in a way this will uh, move you for for work mm -hmm. life, I think. Mm -hmm. That's rather interesting as well too. And uh, where can we find uh, Man on Earth and uh, all your music at, Antoba? Sorry? Where can we find all your music at? Okay, so all of my music, as you said before, it's available on Spotify, YouTube, and so on. I am writing new songs, and I think that um, by February I will will have recorded uh, some new stuff. And this time I want to go into another direction. I want to have a more lyrical approach. More, uh, I would like to. I would like my songs to be more. Uh, piano oriented and uh, st with strings as well, more focused on vocals and to leave behind some pop rock arrangements which have characterized uh, Man on Earth. I'm really proud of Man on Earth, but it's like those songs were more into uh, giving, uh, uh, into being a little bit stronger, more energetic. This time, as I told you before, I've just become father. So these songs will be more family oriented, dedicated to my wife and to my daughter. And, uh, and I would like to keep the simplicity of the feelings uh, when I wrote these songs and to make them as simple as possible and as, truth as, poss as true as possible as well. Mm -hmm. And we're certainly <laughs> looking forward to it as well, too. And uh, just amazing career. What's coming up for Antobo? We'll find out in just one minute. You listen to the Mike Wagner Show at the MikeWagnerShow.com, powered by Sonic Web Studios. 
Visit online at soundcraftstudios.com for really needs. And brought to you by our official sponsor, the Mike Widener Show, International Warring Author, Mia Molson Zia Missing, available on Amazon and paperback in your book. We'll be back with you, multi talented singer, songwriter from Mal- Malta and Toba. After this time, the Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1 800 303 3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention the Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios, take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley and I'm an American actress and a TV host. And I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real life relationship. It's just, it's well written, it's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm gonna highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia, he is the author of Missing. And I wanna give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing, available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Hey, hey, this is Ray Powers, and boy, are you in luck. Right place, right time. Tuned in to The Mike Wagner Show. You heard me. We're back, a singer-songwriter of 20 years from Malta and Toba here on The Mike Wagner Show. We talked about glimpses of heaven, man on earth, and more. And um, what else can we expect from you in 2023 and beyond in Toba? Okay, as I told you, I will be working at uh, the beginning of the next year. I will be working on a new EP, which is made up of five songs. So as soon as they are ready, uh, they will be uh, spread uh, everywhere. And, uh, and, and then I would like to start playing again uh, throughout Europe uh, in the first place. I would like to do something which is very authentic and acoustic, me, my voice, my hands, and my piano. I would like to, without a band, something in the past I used to be supported from, by other musicians, but this time, as I told you, the songs that I'm going to record are going to be quite acoustic, so piano-based. Piano so I would like to reflect that in my life, in my life setting as well. Okay, we're certainly looking forward to it as well, and Toba. And who do you consider your biggest influence in a career? My biggest influence is in my career. So, um, okay, um, I have already mentioned okay gospel music, uh, or in terms of uh, uh, literature, Langston Hughes, or many others because of literature, Hamilton Dickinson, uh, Kerouac on the road, or. Um, yeah, Patti Smith's music and books that have all inspired me, besides my interest for gospel. So it's quite, uh, my background is quite diverse. The influences that I have is quite diverse, also because I am the youngest of four children. So in a way, while growing up in, with my family, I was also soaking up the influences that, my, that came from my older brother and sisters. My sister was very much into rock. She loved Jeff Buckley, Nick Drake, uh, Bob Dylan, and Patti Smith. So all of these inf- rock influences, I embrace that while staying with her. On the other hand, my sister, the other sister of mine used to play the cello. So she was more into classical music and this also inspired me. 
also in the way you perceive the arrangements. So all of these um, influences are very important. As I told you, as I mentioned before, I mentioned singer-songwriters uh, such as Blue by Johnny Mitchell really inspired me, or Tapestry by Carol King. I One of my favorites, yes. Yes, I love the way she plays the piano. I love the way she's so lively and so positive, and it's uh, amazing. And Harvest by Neil Young. And uh, what else? Uh, there are so many influences. Sometimes I'm not even aware of the influences that I have, but they are there. Uh, someone in Garfunkel, The Sound of Silence. And when I was 11, I was really into uh, the Cranberries or Smashing Palms, this kind of bands as well, uh, which were a bit maybe depressing, can I say that? But I love them. Yeah, yeah, yeah you <laughs> said it's fine. So, yeah, <laughs> I love but, that. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm not fair. Maybe I'm not fair by saying that. But they anyway made such, they produced very great songs. Um, and what else can I tell you? Yes, and uh, in these last years, uh, as I told you, I'm from Italy. I'm from the south of Italy. I'm from Sicily. And this is very important because it's anyway, being from Sicily is always something that you bring inside of you. And there is also a strong uh, connection with your family, your roots. And so that's why the influences that I soaked up in my family are always with me. And about in Malta, where I've been living now for quite a long time, I've also involved in the, in the arts, in the performing arts, singing in music productions or, or um, yeah, in theater productions on many levels, contemporary productions or uh, musicals. And that's also very interesting and part of, my, uh, of myself as an artist, of my journey as an artist. Mm. Yeah. And, Go ahead. Yeah, what else? What others? Uh, what other influences, but also jazz music. For example, I'm a big fan of Keith Jarrett music. Uh, his solo piano albums are amazing. And yeah, so it's quite diverse. And uh, yeah, but I also like the Ariane, so bands like this, which they seem to be uh, quite on Ariane yeah, or Keith Jarrett, they are quite, you know to separate worlds, but both of them, I enjoy listening to them. I enjoyed listening to them while growing up. And uh, in a way, I think that what you listen when you are a teenager or in your early 20s, when you listen to something that resonates with you, you bring it inside of you. And, and while you grow up, you always try to get back to the things that you liked when you were younger. And uh, in a way, those influences, even now, I'm not so aware of those influences. They are in me, and they come out in uh, in what I do, in the work that I do, in a way or in another today. Mm -hmm. And something amazing <laughs> as well, too, a wealth of influence which shapes you. It's amazing. And what's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? Hmm. Any advice? What's the best advice you can give to anybody at this point? To um, to do something, for me, it's very important to do something you are proud of. When you do something, do follow your heart, because heart, your heart knows better than your mind. Mm. But the point is that I, I think 
um, that the two things are connected because your heart gives you the inspiration and your mind uh, tells you how to do things in a more technical way. So both um, these two things are both important and it's important to follow your heart and then your technicality and uh, and to do something, not to be in the spotlight, but to do something just because you love it, because you're proud of it and think that you will have to be proud of that song of what you're doing even in 10 years time. Mm-hmm. And that song something. Just, I write a lot of songs, but I'm aware that sometimes Certain songs are not ready yet. They require a lot of times. Other songs, you write them in five minutes and they're ready. Casuzunair. Casuzunair was written, um, I was 21 when I wrote it. I came back from university. I was so angry. I don't know what happened, but I had a sort of argument with someone. I came back, I sat at the piano and I wrote the song. In five minutes, I had the lyrics, uh, the melody, everything was there. But I closed the piano and I said to myself, I will never sing this song again. Because it was a way to release my stress, to to get rid of the anger that I was feeling at the moment of writing, and uh, and the song remained there for many years. When I decided to compile an album, uh, Men on Earth, I dis- I I listened to some of my previous demos, and I said maybe this song deserves uh, deserves to be included, and so I did. And in the end, it's one of my favorites. And, uh, and on the album. Certainly as well, too, we'll be playing Castles on Air at the end of the uh, audio interview. Once again, with the multi-talented singer-songwriter of 20-plus years from Malta and Toba here on the Mike Widener Show. And Toba, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely fantastic. Learned a lot. Looking forward to having you again soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. And once again, what's your website? How do people contact you? Where can people purchase or check out your music? Okay, basically, if you want to follow me on either Facebook or Instagram, you can uh, look for Antoba Music, all of my songs. So look for Antoba Official Channel on YouTube as well. And uh, yeah, if you want to know more about me, you can follow these three uh, platforms. And for my music, Spotify, Deezer, Pandora, Apple Music, they're all there. My song, my tracks are all there, so they can be easily found. We will certainly check those out. Once again, Antoba, very big thank you for your time. You've been absolutely amazing. Looking forward to having it soon. Keep us up to date. Keep in touch. Love to have you back. Wish you all the best. And Antoba, you definitely have a great future ahead of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Bye.
Mike Wagner Show is powered by Sonic Web Studios. If you're looking to start or upgrade your online presence, visit www.sonicwebstudios.com for all of your online needs. Call 1-800-303-3960 or visit us online at www.sonicwebstudios.com to get started today. Mention the Mike Wagner Show and get 20% off your project. Sonic Web Studios. Take your image to the next level. Hey everybody, my name is Forbes Riley, and I'm an American actress and a TV host, and I was delighted when I got my copy of Missing, which is Extraordinary Relation of Ordinary People based on a real-life relationship. It's just, it's well-written. It's amazing. You know, it talks about a man who has lost his wife and his daughter, and it's very well done. I'm going to highly recommend that you go get your copy of Missing. It is a powerful, exciting read. Mr. Mian Moshe Zia. He is the author of Missing. And I want to give a big shout out and a kiss all the way halfway around the world to my dear friend. Check him out at Mia's website. It's called www.miamotionzea.com. Missing. Available on Amazon. Again, I'm Forbes Riley, and I will see you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to The Mike Wagner Show. Brought to you by international award-winning author Mia Mosin-Zia of Missing. And powered by Sonic Web Studios. Be sure to join us again on over 40 podcast platforms. And of course, on the MikeWagnerShow.com, HamiltonRadio.net, and Diamonds FM. Don't forget to support our program with a generous donation at the MikeWagnerShow.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>